Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special bonus emergency episode of Upon Further Review with Brian Brennan. I am, as usual, your host, Brian Brennan, in the place to be. Folks, we're dropping an emergency episode. I have to do this tonight. I can't wait a, a day to record this episode, unfortunately. Um... It's just going to be a really quick episode. Corey Kluber just threw the first Yankees no-hitter since 1999. And I am fired up, as you can tell. Um, It's the sixth no-hitter in Major League Baseball this season. Um, Kluber, I mean, just continues to be really great for this team. Uh, He was dominant in this game. Uh, I'll give you his line everything. I'm just, this is going to be a really quick episode, but I am so fired up, folks. Um... I know, you know, there's been a lot of talk about no-hitters this season because there's been a lot of them, in- including Kluber this year. There's been six, seven, if you count Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter this uh, that um, that they don't officially count, even though I think they should. There have been seven no-hitters, if you count that, in Major League Baseball so far this season. It's May 19th. There's been a lot of talk about no-hitters and whether they're special or not anymore, folks. I'm not going to forget where I was tonight for a very long time. I watched this game from start to finish. No hitters are still special to me. That was still awesome, in my opinion. I am still, like, I, I am not going to forget. No hitters are still, to me, uh, you'll never forget where you were moment, honestly. I am never going to forget where I was when Corey Kluber pitched this no hitter tonight. It's still a special moment to me, despite the fact there have been a lot of no-hitters this year. So I'm fired up. Um, a 2-0 win for the Yankees. Um, that's a, I mean, the scoring doesn't even matter. Let's talk about how good Kluber was. Uh, first off, kind of funny how uh, it was his bobblehead night in Texas. Now, I don't know why they were giving out a bobblehead for a player who made one start for the Texas Rangers and left in the offseason to sign for the Yankees. So I don't know why they were giving out his bobblehead. And the fact that he went and threw a no-hitter on the night the Texas Rangers gave out his bobblehead is hilarious. I, I love that. Uh, that cracks me up and brings a huge smile to my face, honestly. Um, oh, God, Kluber was so good in this game. He only walked one. He faced the, basically he faced one batter over the minimum in this game. The only batter to reach base was Charlie Culberson with a walk. Um, and that was it. He shut it down from there. Everybody else didn't get base on base. A lot of over. I mean, everybody went over in the Texas Rangers lineup. I don't even know how to describe this, folks. I'm just. It's been a long time since the Yankees have had a no hitter. Like I said, the last one was David Cohn in 1999. It's perfect game against the Montreal Expos. That's how long ago it was, folks. The Montreal Expos were still in the league the last time the Yankees had a no hitter or a perfect game, and that that was the last one they they threw. Mike Mussina came really close. He got to within one strike at Fenway in 2001 in a great game that I still remember watching. That um, It was a pitcher's duel with David Cohn, who, by the way, I still can't believe David Cohn had a year where he played for the Red Sox. That's just wrong. But in that game, he completely pitched, you know, went pitch for pitch with Mike Mussina in that game. And Mussina almost ended up pitching a perfect game. But he got to within one strike, but Carl Everett broke it up. That was the closest the Yankees had gotten to a no-hitter since David Cohn. They had a couple guys going to the seventh inning. Phil Hughes got into the seventh inning a couple times. CC Zabathia got into the seventh inning a couple times. They had not had a no-hitter until this game. Kluber went out and shoved it, folks. I love saying that. He was amazing. Nine strikeouts for in this one. Um, and he just seemed to find a groove. 
Uh, now, I will say it wasn't all good. I will talk a little bit about the Yankees' offense as well. Um, they hit into five double plays, uh, which is, or from sorry, four double plays. Uh, John, I was listening to John Sterling, and by the way, I have now that the Yankees had a no hitter, and I watched the John Sterling feed of that game. I have to watch the John Sterling feed again tomorrow. I can't mess with what's working. They threw a no hitter tonight, so um, yeah. Sterling said it was five double plays, but they actually hit into four. They scored the only two runs of the game in the sixth inning. Tyler Wade, who came in to play right field because Ryan Lamar, who is the replacement for. Um, for Hicks, basically, and he's been playing in right field more because Frazier's also dealing with some injuries as well. Everybody on this team is fucking hurt, man. It's unbelievable. But um, Wade came in to play right field, and actually, you know, he did a pretty good job defensively, which I'll talk about in a second as well. But um, he got the big hit in this game. He got the RBI triple to give the Yankees a one nothing lead. And, um, I, I mean, I thought that was enough for Kluber. And I'm really happy to see Wade have a, have a big hit in this game. That's just... Definitely Tyler Wade's biggest Yankee moment. And like I said, he came in to play right field. That is not Tyler Wade's usual position, folks. He is usually an infielder. They brought him in to play right field in a no-hitter, mind you. Where defense is paramount in a no-hitter. If you make one bad defensive play, it could possibly cost your team big time. So they put Tyler Wade, who is not a right fielder, in right field. And he caught every ball hit to him. There were a lot of balls that... Because of his speed, a lot of guys I don't think would have gotten to, but he did because Tyler Wade was in right field. It worked out very well for the Yankees in this game. You hope Lamar's okay, but Tyler Wade was a, you know, after Kluber, I would rank Tyler Wade right up there among the heroes of this game, I would say. Yeah, he, had, he, was, he was huge defensively and offensively for the Yankees in this game. That made it, um, the triple made it one nothing. DJ hit a sacrifice fly right after that to make it 2 nothing. That was all Kluber needed, folks. Uh, so... He was so good. Only 101 pitches thrown in this one. He didn't even crack 100 pitches until the ninth inning. He was effective. He was dominant. Unbelievable start from Corey Kluber in this one. The best start of his career. The best moment of his career for sure. And um, I'm fired up, folks. I am fired up right now. No hitters are still special to me. I, I don't care if Spencer Turnbull or whatever his name is threw one last night as well. Corey Kluber just threw a no-hitter. That deserves an emergency podcast, in my opinion. That's why I'm recording this very brief episode now. I'm fired up, as you can tell. Um, oh, just a great night. Just a great night. My parents, I think, fell asleep, honestly. I, I They're going to wake up to all these texts from me about this no-hitter. I, I feel bad for my parents. But, um... I mean, Kluber, he's just been really good since, you know, he had a couple bad starts to start the season, and a couple people, I won't name names, but a couple people out there were saying Corey Kluber's washed and we shouldn't have signed him, and all this crap. He's gone out his last couple of outings and been dominant. He has a 2.86 ERA on this team. He is, in my opinion, turning into a legitimate number two option on this team behind Garrett Cole. That's how good Corey Kluber's been, in my opinion. He's, he's really good. Um, and what did I say in the last episode, folks? Cole just makes everybody around him better. I mean, Kluber barely pitched. He pitched in one game for the Texas Rangers last year and, and got hurt. And to come back now and to have this redemption story, to throw a no-hitter against a team you only played one game for and is giving out your bobblehead that night? Special shit, man. Special stuff tonight. Special, special stuff. 
at Texas. Um, we are going to do a, a regular episode uh, that I'm going to record tomorrow um, at some point during the day after the Yankees game, but I just felt like I had to drop a really quick emergency episode uh, just to talk about this no hitter because I, I you know, I'm just I can't let this slide. I am I, it's, no hitters are awesome. Honestly, I love good pitching. Uh, it's not it's not cheapened to me at all just because there's been so many no hitters this year. One thing that is kind of embarrassing to me though is that um, there have been three teams: the Rangers, the Mariners, and the Cleveland Indians have all been no hit twice already this year. That's pathetic. That's awful. The Seattle Mariners are hitting 199 as a team. How do you like? How do you even justify that? Why is this happening? Why are they dead in the ball? They had to have, right? Like Ethan texted me after this no hitter, and at least Ethan wasn't too salty about the fact that a Yankee threw a no hitter. Uh, but he texted me after this game that we should like get rid of shifts and things like that. I I I don't know. I just don't know why they dead in the ball. Like people love offense, and I I love good pitching, but. You know, people love offense and home runs and all that stuff, and they went and deadened the ball. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's led to some great pitching performances this year. We've had, we have yet to have a perfect game yet this year. I, I think we're on definitely on pace to have one for sure. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's the year of the no hitter. If the Yankees were going to get a no hitter, it was going to be this year. Honestly, I mean, with with the way it's going, so. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It was Musgrove through the first one, then Carlos Rodon, John Means, Wade Miley, Turnbull, and then Corey Kluber. And they don't count Madison Bumgarner, even though I think they should. So, um, I mean, just great pitching performance. And um, I, I also want to give a shout-out. The, the Rangers starter actually pitched better than I thought he was going to pitch. Uh, Young, um, when, when I first saw that... Um, Young was your it was it, I, I, threw, I thought it was Yang when I saw it I was like he's is he throwing out the first pitch or something I was thinking it was the mayor candidate but he actually pitched pretty well he actually shut the Yankees down until the sixth inning where they ended up getting all those runs um, and that was or all those runs they only scored two but um, that was all they needed um, I mean shout out to Higgy too man how how good do you think this has to feel for Kyle Higashioka. You know he's been in the Yankees organization for a long time. There are they've show I've seen this. They've shown it during the broadcast on Yes Network. He is old enough to have been at Yankees camp when Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Alex Rodriguez, all those guys were on the team. There's pictures of him like training with those guys. He's been in this organization for a really long time. For him to have a moment like that is awesome. I am so happy for Higgy. But he's gonna—he's a catcher who caught a no-hitter. He'll always be immortalized as one of those guys. That is awesome to see. He deserves it. He has worked so well with his pitching staff this season, even though he has struggled at the plate several times this year. I'm really happy for Higgy. The battery is important when you're throwing a no-hitter. The pitcher and the catcher. So yeah, um, guys, I'm fired up. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm so fired up. I'm so happy for Kluber. Aaron Boone said this was the first no-hitter he's ever been a part of. He didn't play in any no-hitters when he was a player in Major League Baseball. He hasn't managed one yet. He said maybe he was a broadcaster for a couple of them. But this Aaron Boone said this was the first on-the-field no-hitter he has ever been involved in. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I wouldn't be surprised if we get another no-hitter this year, honestly. Um, So, yeah. I'll wrap up at this point. 
We are going to recap this game a second time uh, on the on tomorrow's episode or Friday's episode. I'm recording it tomorrow. It's going to come out at midnight on Friday, hopefully. Um, but I just had to do a quick emergency pod, uh, very quick, like 15 minute thing here because I'm just so happy for Kluber. I'm so happy I got to watch a no hitter from start to finish for my team for the first time since 1999, baby. Um, what a feeling. It's awesome guys. It's, I, I, I love this stuff. I love baseball, man. I love baseball and, uh, I love the Yankees. And tonight, I mean, I really love Corey Kluber tonight, guys. Uh, he went out there and pitched a hell of a game. So uh, this is a, a quick emergency bonus, whatever the fuck you want to call it, podcast. The main episode is coming out on Friday. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to recap this whole Texas series on Brian's Beloved. We're also going to do an NBA playoff preview that was going to be the focus of the the Friday episode was going to be the NBA playoffs, but now I don't know. What do I start with? Do I start with the Kluber no-hitter or do I start with the Knicks playoffs? I don't know what I start with in Brian's Beloved on, on Friday. I'm going to have to flip a coin again or something. But um, we will be talking about this no-hitter again. We'll get you ready for the Knicks playoffs as well. I have a lot of outro stories as well. I was going to uh, Michael Edgley was going to join us. Um, if the Wizards had won uh, against the Celtics on Tuesday, but they did not, unfortunately. And um, they're playing tomorrow night against the Pacers in the last playing game. So I don't think Mike will be on tomorrow's episode, but hopefully we will have Mike on sometime in the future as well. As I mentioned, I also want to have Anna Knox on at some point during the hockey playoffs to talk a little bit about that. The Capitals lost tonight as if tonight couldn't get any better the Washington Capitals lost as well, so I love seeing that. Um, I'm, I'm still keeping tabs on this whole playoffs. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it more tomorrow, but I, I'm, I'm liking the East playoffs. I And um, the other hockey playoff games I've seen so far as well have been good. And I'm loving the NBA play-in uh, as well. Uh, I, I, love, I, I said this on Sports on the Hill last night, but they got to keep this concept. It's a great idea. I love it. I'm just really happy the Knicks don't have to worry. Uh, about being in it and uh, are waiting to play the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday. But yeah, we'll talk about all that more tomorrow. Um, Don't miss it, folks. Corey Kluber pitched a no-hitter tonight. That's the main story here. Yankees win the game 2-0. Like I said, first Yankee no-hitter since 1999 when David Cohn threw a perfect game. Um, I had, you know, it's kind of funny. I just one last funny no-hitter story. I, I think I've said this on this podcast before, but I was always scarred by when the Houston Astros, before I hated them, uh, when they were in the National League, came to Yankee Stadium and threw a no-hitter using eight different pitchers. I was always scarred by that, and I I always hoped that the Yankees would never get no-hit again after that. Well, finally, they're involved in the no-hitter, and they're on the winning side of it. So, special night, folks. Special night for sure. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this emergency podcast. You know where to find me. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at UFRWBB. Follow me personally on Twitter at bbry1991. Yankees play tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Um, Domingo Herman will be on the hill against Dunning for the Texas Rangers as they go for the series win. They go for three out of four in this series in Texas before returning home 
to face the Chicago White Sox. And folks, I got thoughts on this Tony La Russa, Yermin Mercedes thing as well. But I'm not going to use do it tonight, folks. You're going to have to wait until tomorrow, uh, Friday's episode to hear that. Because I, I have a lot of strong opinions on this whole Tony La Russa unwritten rules thing. And I think you're going to like them. So uh, stay, it's different from what you've been hearing, I think. So um, stay tuned for that. Uh, have a good rest of your night, folks. Corey Kluber just pitched a no-hitter, if you haven't heard. I'll say it again until the cows come home. Uh, a no-hitter in Texas for the Yankees. Have a good rest of your night. I'll talk to you next time.